This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whoa. The absolute classic that we all enjoyed, especially if you're in Fort Worth. It's Sean, RJ, and Bobby on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. The Cowboys color analyst, Babe Laufenberg, will join us at 8.40 this morning to talk about his former team. But right now, the analyst for the Horn Frogs, John Denton on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Good morning, John. How are you? Hey guys, I'm doing good. I'm glad. I'm glad y'all are warming, uh, getting warmed up with me. And then you got you got Babe for the hard stuff. You know, I mean that's uh, that's just. I'm, and I'm glad I get to talk frogs instead of cowboys. I will say that up front. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Who's your NFL team? Oh, uh, I'm still a cowboy fan. I'm so old. I went to cowboy games when they were playing at the Cotton Bowl. So uh, yeah, I'm. I've got my silver and blue, and I've got a cowboy helmet upstairs and. In the in the playroom, I'm I'm I I keep up with them, but uh, boy, howdy! I mean, uh, their inconsistency drives me crazy. I'll just say that. I know I'm not here to talk Cowboys, but wow, no, can, no. Can we just can we just get on track here, please? <laughs> Maybe we can pop you on Tuesday when we interview Jerry at eight thirty. Did you like that? <laughs> he wouldn't want to hear what I have to say. <laughs> was that was Saturday? Was it Saturday? Uh, it was yes. New Year's Eve. Yeah. yeah. What, what, hey, what? I'm in the I'm in the same world. What day is it? What day is it? Was was yeah. that was that the best game you've ever called? Uh, it was it was right up there. You know, we've had we've had some great games uh, throughout throughout the years. I mean, it's like I don't I don't know if y'all mentioned it, but I mean, I, this is my 34th year on the crew, and I've seen a lot. I mean. Rose Bowl was a wild game that went right down to the wire. And then we had those two Alamo Bowls where the Frogs got way behind and came back and won. But that, you know, yeah, that's that's A1 there for what it meant to the program and, and the opportunity that it gives the Frogs on Monday night. Uh, just, you know, phenomenal, phenomenal game. Obviously entertaining. I mean, the TV numbers were crazy. I saw those yesterday. And uh, just, you know, just, you know, Every TCU 
living alum, and there's not a lot of them, about 100,000 of them total in the world, uh, I think was locked in on that game. And, uh, you know, it, was, you know it, it set up really uh, what could be uh, the, the, the biggest win in the, in the history of the school if they can pull it off on Monday night. At what point in time in the season or after what game, John, did you say this is for real? This isn't some cute little story. This team may be or is a national championship contender. What game or, or what point was that? You know, I think for me and, and, and it, a lot of what's happened to this team since early November, you know, comes down to defense. I mean, the defense was, was spotty at best early on in the season uh, at Colorado season opener. I mean, first half, we've got people running around. We can't cover anybody, and that's Colorado, and they were awful. But uh, I would say the Texas game in Austin is where I walked away going, okay, this this group can line up and slug it out with, with big physical teams because everybody, you know, all the experts were like, there's no way TCU and that defense can hold up against Texas and their giant line. And, you know, B. John Robinson and Roshan Johnson are just going to pound them and they're just, you know, they're going to run for, you know, 400 yards. And, you know, the Frogs – did what they had to do to win offensively. Defense played great up to then, the best game of the year. Held Bijan Robinson to 29 yards and, and pretty much shut him down. And I thought, okay, after that, I was like, this this group's for real. They're starting to play play better, and uh, the defense had to get better because you know, along the stretch, I mean, you know, 12 or 13 games, you're going to have games where the offense just is not clicking, and uh, they were able to you know, pull out that win in Austin 17 to 10, and then we're pretty much on their way. John Denton, TCU analyst, join us here at 105 through the fan. How, how have they done it? Like, they, they were picked, what, seventh in the Big 12 to start the year. Uh, there was a quarterback change. I mean, how has this team done this? Well, you know, I think if, if you look at it, uh, and, and it's always scary, uh, and, I, and I think, you know, I, I was thinking probably the Frogs would be, I think my – ballot was you know they'd finish fourth or fifth kind of middle of the league you know and hopefully you know get back to a bowl game maybe win six or seven games Uh, you know it is such a it's such a dangerous and slippery slope when you go hiring a new coach because a lot of times and you've seen it across the country this year you know it gets worse before it gets better sometimes when you change coaches and I think a couple of things have have contributed to this number one you had a lot of talent. Gary Patterson left a lot of talent behind when, when he left TCU. And uh, it was also an older football team, more mature. And I think from a from a psychological, mental standpoint, I mean, they were a little more prepared probably to to deal with a coaching change and deal with the change of, of culture and, and the way that uh, they go about it. And, you know, new offensive and defensive systems, everything's different. And, uh, you know, I think, you've got to give the players a lot of credit for having the maturity and uh, the mindset of saying, okay, we're going to buy in. And uh, they, they've absorbed a lot in the last 15 months. You know, I mean, a year ago, Halloween, Gary Patterson got fired and this, this program was in a tailspin and, you know, turned out to be a great hire. Sonny Dykes and his staff, you got to give them credit for, for building relationships immediately and, uh, and getting buy-in from the players and, you know, obviously, you know, they got off to a good start, two, three wins in a row. And, you know, they, they just gradually kind of built it on a roll. And, uh, you know, they, they they take it, you know, it sounds 
cliche one game at a time, but they, you know, they, they, they have stayed focused all year long. And a lot of that comes down to approach. They're, they're more concerned about what they do and how they execute. Not so much, you know, who they're playing or what their uniforms look like, or, you know, what the logo is or all the other things that fans and sometimes media get tied up with. There's been a lot of talk about, uh, you know, the, the lack of respect for TCU's resume and, and how they've played this football season and, and not getting enough national credit. But in a way, has, has that been sort of a blessing in disguise for them? Because, I mean, Sonny Dykes appears to have been able to use it as, hey, this is our rallying cry. This is something I can, I can get everybody on board with is, hey, they don't, they don't think you are anything. Go, go out there and prove them wrong. Has it, has it sort of been a bit of a blessing to have that doubt for Sonny Dykes' coaching style? Yeah, I think so. And I mean, I think most of it's come since the Big 12 championship game when you really started to get more national attention and and people were paying more, I mean, wall-to-wall media paying attention to, you know, what was going on. And, you know, I I think some of those uh, experts and pundits uh, probably, you know, missed the Texas game, missed the Oklahoma game, you know, missed uh, the Baylor game, missed the first Kansas State game. And, you know, there was a stretch there where TCU pretty much out-physicaled all those teams and, you know, never trailed in Austin, you know, never uh, trailed against Oklahoma, never trailed against Michigan. I mean, I think this team's built a resume, but still, you know, they, they entered the national championship game as a 13-point underdog. I, don't, I look at that, and I'm I'm closer to it than, than most people, but I'm like, are you kidding me? This, <laughs> this is an older team. That is, you know, very capable. It's skilled. They're as healthy as they've been all year. And, you know, all last week, you know, uh, I was doing interviews and on radio talk radio shows in Detroit and, you know, the upper Midwest. And people are like, oh, but how are they going to handle this offensive line for Michigan? I'm like, TCU's offensive line on average is an inch taller and 17 pounds heavier. I mean, uh, what? <laughs> What are you guys looking at here? I mean, obviously not looking at the numbers and not looking at the two deep or or the roster. So I I really think Sonny has been able to take it and you know kind of stir the drink with it a little bit. And and uh, that that TCU football team that jumped out to a lead on Michigan the other day reminded me a lot of the 2014 team that just throttled Ole Miss in the uh, in the Peach Bowl after they got left out of the out of the first ever playoff got moved from three to six you know in the last vote it's a very angry bunch but kind of a controlled anger and they they didn't go out try to start fights i mean they just went out and executed and you know what they they keep answering the bell the mental toughness of this team is i think what's what's carried it and uh, will be a weapon for them going into the game monday night tcu analyst john denton here on sean and rj 105 through the fan who were you rooting for if you're allowed to root, I don't know, or say, at the end of the Peach Bowl? You know, I, I it didn't really matter. I mean, after we won, they were like, well, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, I, I've said all year that, you know, I think Georgia is, uh, you know, they're kind of the big techs of, uh, of the fair, so to speak. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean. How gonna, so? Going to be, well, just, you know, the sheer – the sheer speed, the size, you know, they've just been dominant all year long. And, you know, you look at uh, – I watched some tape yesterday. I mean, they've got four defensive linemen that are all, you know, NFL draft picks. And, I mean, they've just – they have a lot of things going for them. And, uh, you know, you 
you look at Stetson Bennett, his story is kind of similar to to uh, Max Duggan. I mean, you've got, you know, a former walk-on, a guy who was a survivor, just, you know, got got kind of thrown in, got his chance, and just made made the best of it. I mean, just, you know, it's been a a, a really magical couple-of-year run for, uh, for Kirby Smart in Georgia. And, you know, but either one of them is going to be tough. I mean, Ohio State, look what they did to Georgia. I mean, they, you know, took them right to the wire. And if, you know, the kicker doesn't choke, we're, we're talking Buckeyes instead of uh, Bulldogs. But it's, uh, you know, I think probably, you know, going into it last weekend, I was thinking probably Ohio State would have been the better matchup uh, for the Frogs. But, you know, after seeing what happened uh, last Saturday and, and the way the Frogs played, especially on goal line defense and the way that they – created takeaways and, you know, jumped on Michigan pretty quick. Uh, you know, I don't know that it matters right now. I think, you know, the Frogs have got to go out and play their game. And, you know, in the turnover department, you look at – that's one stat. As I looked at Georgia's stuff Monday morning, I couldn't believe – you know, the Frogs are four plus 14 in turnover margin this year. They That defense has kind of become – uh, a habit, they've created a habit of, of creating turnovers and getting interceptions and, and forcing fumbles. The plus 14 on the year, Georgia's minus two, which I I could not believe that that defense and as much talent as they have and, you know, the way they hit people and throttle them. And, and, uh, and I thought coming out of the SEC, they probably are, you know, plus 20. But they're minus two. I, I think that's, that's a stat to keep an eye on because uh, teams – that uh, get into those habits, pretty much keep those habits, you know, throughout the year. Is there a matchup that favors TCU? Is there a spot to exploit on George? I know it's hard to say you can exploit something on them because they got talent everywhere, but is there is there one? Yeah, well, you know, I think the, the one thing TCU's got going for it is, you know, they've got a quarterback who makes great reads. Max Duggan, you know, he I don't want to say he filleted, Michigan, but he he dissected them. He he knew what was coming, made reads, changed plays, and you know a, there are a couple of times where he checked from a pass play or a run play, and you know two Michigan guys that are on run blitzes ran right by Kendra Miller, and you're like, oops, there he goes. And I mean, I mean, I think Max Duggan's headiness and his knowledge of the game is going to be a big, big key that, that may be an advantage for TCU. The other thing is TCU has so much size and speed at the wide receiver spot, and they can put so many different combinations of wide outs on the field. Uh, they can go all 6'4 or taller. They can put a couple of the big guys on the outside. They can put, you know, Zacharias Spivey, who's 6'5". He's kind of a tight end uh, wide receiver hybrid in the slot i mean there are a lot of things that they can throw at this georgia secondary and i think if there's a soft spot anywhere on the entire georgia team that may be their secondary yeah they've they've been burned at times this year and had trouble covering people and uh i think i think that may be an area where tcu can exploit and i'll tell you another guy to keep an eye on uh is uh, the big tight end jared wiley who's a transfer from texas he's six seven and he's made some great catches this year and in tight spots, you know, when you've got to get a yard or maybe you need to throw down near the goal line, he is a great, great target. And uh, I think this game uh, stacks up to where, you know, a big six, seven tight end could really have an impact. This is your last game. 
Last one, 34 years, and uh, the odd the odd thing or the irony is that uh, my first game on the crew at TCU was 1988, September the 10th, in Athens against Georgia. Wow. Full circle. Well, this feels like destiny, yeah. huh? Yeah, maybe. I, <laughs> after – after that guy hooked that field goal for Ohio State, I was like, well, yes, I better look for a pair of uh, Bulldog bookends because that's, uh, that's where it starts and finishes as far as my uh, TCU radio career goes. Well, look, man, congratulations on a hell of a run. Have a great call. Uh, we'll all be following it, and best of luck with the next venture, John. Thank you for your time. All right, buddy. Appreciate, uh, appreciate the visit. And yeah, hey, y'all make sure Choppy behaves. You know, Monday night. I know he gets he gets wound up on games. Did you Did you think of RJ this year while the Volunteers were having a great season? Yeah, you know he's uh, you know he's Rocky Top. I mean, you know, back in the day, I've heard him sing Rocky Top, and oh. he does that whole deal where they go woo and all that. I do. That's right. You gotta woo. If you don't woo, you're just not a fan. Thank you, John. Right. Appreciate it, man. Hey. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. John Denton on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Babe Laufenberg at 840 to talk about the new Commanders quarterback. But I think we have someone else to dislike. The Cowboys loved him. But I think we have someone new to dislike in the NFC East. Plus the words that you're not allowed to say this entire year. Next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.